Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us speak the truth of our lives and our experiences with gentleness and with boldness. This is the 18th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. Here I saw the part of the compassion of Our Lady St. Mary, for Christ and she were so united in love that the greatness of her love for him caused the intensity of her pain. In this, I saw the essential character of the love, natural but maintained by grace, which all creation has for him. This natural love was shown in his dear mother most abundantly, and indeed supremely, for just as her love for him surpassed that of anyone else, so did her suffering for him, for the higher the stronger, the dearer that love is, the greater the sorrow that the lover feels to see the beloved body in pain. And all his disciples and all those who truly loved him suffered greater pain than they would for their own bodily death. For I am certain from my own feelings that the humblest of them loved him so much better than themselves that it goes beyond all that I can say. Here I saw a great union between Christ and us, as I understand it, for when he was in pain, we were in pain. And all creatures who were capable of suffering suffered with him. That is to say, all the creatures that God has made to serve us. At the time of Christ's dying, the firmament and the earth failed for sorrow, each according to their nature, for it is their natural property to recognize as their God, him in whom all their natural power is grounded. When he failed then by their very natures, they had as far as possible to fail with him from sorrow at his pain. And so those who were his friends suffered pain from love, and everyone without exception, that is to say even those who did not know him, suffered from a failure of all comfort except the strong and mysterious care of God. I am thinking of two sorts of people who can be represented by the example of two men. One was Pontius Pilate. The other was St. Denis of France, who at that time was a pagan. For when he saw the marvelous sorrows and terrors which happened at that time, he said, either the world is coming to an end or else he who made all nature is suffering. Therefore, he had this written on an altar. This is the altar of the unknown God. God, in his goodness, makes the planets 
and the elements function according to their nature, both for the blessed and for the damned. But at that time, this goodness was withdrawn from both. And that is how it was that people who did not know him were sorrowful at that time. Thus was our Lord Jesus brought low for us, and we are all brought low like him. And so we shall remain until we come to his bliss, as I shall explain later. Brothers and sisters, this is evangelism, recognizing God's presence and God's action in your life, and then naming it out loud, telling the story that you have already lived and bearing witness to the work that's been made into fruit in you. We are all of us wandering blindly, hasn't Julian told us that many times before? And because of that very fact, let us share the moments of light when they come. Let us tell loudly of the times when the veil is torn in two and the divine breaks through for you. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.